Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. At the office, Red Cell released Kenneth Kishimoto whenever it gave them the name of Ridley's mother. Doris warned the Coterie that Red Cell was militarizing, Everett convinced Evangeline to stay for now and help the innocent people, and Val suggested that the solution to their problems might be to kill the Prince and install Matthew Theobald in his place. That may have remained theoretical, but Vladimir just told them that Matthew is in. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. The next night. You all awake to come together to set about whatever machinations you are aware of. <laughs> Doris <laughs> is not aware of any of them. <laughs> Doris, you do your tarot card reading at the top yes. of the night as one always does. Always. Let's do that wits and occult roll. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Because I got a critical game. Very nice. Okay, so six successes is a shitload of successes. Mm -hmm. The card you draw is one of your own drawings Mm -hmm. that you have drawn around the office. Could have been one of the ones you described on air because I know you've got a meticulous list of every one of them. Um, Or it could be another drawing you may have done Mm -hmm. on a different night. But what it suggests is like planning on the way to victory. So what image do you see? It can be as abstract as you want. That's just how you end up picturing it. Um, will this have, like, because I got six successes, will this have any bearing on, like, I'm, I'm not I, quite this, sure this how is, to use it. We're, we're doing this the, the opposite way of what we normally do, because I want it to be one of the cards where you did a drawing. So whatever you drew, you will interpret as today you are definitely going to plan your way to victory with something. I just wanted to know what random thing you've drawn. You've had a lady Jesus floating over a lake. You've had an ant with a number of legs. I was going to say, my, the, the, um, I was thinking about the ant one. Was it the one where I asked you how many legs an ant should have? I think it's like what they were dancing to. Hmm? I thought it was what they were dancing to the underwater. The ants were dancing. Yeah. I think. Right. Yeah, I think I, I think there was some animal where I was like, how many legs do you think this animal should have? But yeah, we'll go with the dancing ants. <laughs> Great. And we know what you interpreted it as. So that was your we excitement. sure do. <laughs> uh, Evangeline, Val is coming to pick you up in the morning from your house. Are you riding with Val or are you riding on your own? I'll ride with Val. Val is part of the mission I am now hmm. strongly committing to in order to get what I want. I think Val would have, in her apartment, called Evangeline and just been like, are you going to work today? Yep. Then it hang up, and then she would show up at your house. Great. What music are you listening to on the way into the station? Man, they're just going to sit there for a minute. Do you have other fucking songs you want to listen to, Clark? Um, I That won't make you a cat. I was just going to say, I haven't really sorted out what songs do and do not make me a cat. So <laughs> until I sort that out, 
it's your choice. All right. Then there is just blaring Metallica coming on. Classic. What song? <sighs> Off the top of my head. I'm trying to think <laughs> of a one that we haven't played yet. Hold on. <sighs> it's got to be, it's going to be Enter Sandman, Metallica. <laughs> we'll go with that. Enter Sandman, Blairs, and you guys blaze forward to the station. <laughs> Everett, you've got good boy to take for a walk. Mm-hmm. Give me that sweet, sweet wits and animal, Ken. That I have a point in now. You do. Hmm. Wits. Plus animal. Is Everett Ken. still minus one on this stuff? No. So what happened was he was plus one because it was the, yeah. the famulus, but he had a setback in training, so he doesn't get his plus oh, one currently. Right. That's okay. what it is. Uh, let's swap that up for a hungy. <laughs> Little hungy dice? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. Uh, three successes. Three successes. You get that dot back. You get that bonus back. Sorry for like your famulus. He's, okay. he's getting fed blood. You're back on the ball. It was just a setback day. That happens in training. You're still moving forwards in a positive direction. Yeah. So one, one more good day and you'll be back towards where you want to be. Or a couple. We'll, we'll see how the die rolls go. Sure. But it bodes well. Uh, you all get together for the meeting of all meetings. Where you have to figure out what the hell you're going to do as a long-term plan. And you also have to try to talk Doris, who is completely uh, and illogically attached to hierarchies and respecting authority, into the idea of overthrowing a prince and replacing them with another prince who is a ghoul. Who she thinks killed her Killed Cleopatra. Uh, yeah, remember that? Remember that? <laughs> oh, I know, I knew, I, I, I do remember No, I remember So this meeting... A few quick questions. Would Barty be invited to be a part of this plan or not? I leave that in the sheriff's hands. Yeah, he would. Barty is joining the meeting. Yeah. May, may it be on my head. <laughs> but he is invited. So this will take place in the interrogation room where you've been able to set up a table and chairs before and a big whiteboard so people can, <laughs> can make notes. <laughs> well, no, we're not making notes. No, I'm not. I mean, you're, you're, <laughs> You're not going to write anything down just nope. to keep track? The whiteboard is wheeled in by Barty, and you're like, get it out, and Barty just wheels it right back out. Because Barty also does not know what this meeting is yeah. about. That is so funny. It's like the computer's all over again. Everett's so mad about the whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, and Everett, you get a text uh, that just says, uh, allow our mutual friend to attend. And Vladimir that morning says, I'm here for the meeting. I am going to represent our mutual friend. Am I down here yet? Uh, I would say everybody's I'll, I'll, in the yeah, interrogation room and Vladimir's the last guy arriving. Sorry, who? What? Who's our mutual friend? Close the door, Doris. Get in here. You too. Vladimir will close the door behind everybody as they're in and go take a seat. I'm not going to be able to say no to him anyway. He's supervising us. If we have a secret meeting, he's still like under the same... <laughs> context of like he's here for the new note nostra he would still be like i'm coming in yes it would be hard to avoid either <laughs> way but the implication to be clear is that yes i do Mac i do read that implication but i also recognize yes. that this works for both of his masters that we're talking 100 percent. Yes. yes so everyone i'm imagining you'd all sit at the table except possibly the sheriff who's probably making this presentation and leading the planning session mm-hmm yeah, yes. sure. Yeah, everyone's right. pacing. Like yeah, everyone has sat. I just want to paint a clear picture of this room. Barty is there. He's got his tin mug that he's holding in his hook to drink iced tea out of. 
He's got two cigarettes in his other hand. And he's just sitting awkwardly, like, hunched over the table, wondering why the fuck he's here. Vladimir is just the big guy who's, like, leaned back in the chair, terrible posture, but, like, still just so fucking muscly that it doesn't matter. Uh, How are you sitting, Evangeline? I would like to, if we can just go back, to have uh, asked Val to do, like, stop at a donut shop (laughs) and get myself a donut. Yep. Because Evangeline's feeling motivated, a little hopeful, and she can still eat food. Hmm. So she wants to get a big old donut and eat it in the meeting. You know what? If we're stopping at a donut shop, we are getting a dozen donuts and we are giving them to the daytime crew and they are going in the front room and Evangeline gets her donut. (laughs) Clever. So there are donuts in the front room for a quietly uplifted daytime crew who are also happy to hear a report later from Troy that Val was the one who dropped them off because it suggests Val, who they put on trial and threatened with shotguns, may not want to kill them all, (laughs) which is a nice touch. Uh, But in this meeting, Evangeline, how are you sitting? Um, Leaning back in her chair, arms folded, ready to hear the plan. Okay, She's all business. Val. Val has the chair turned around and her arms on the top of the back of the chair and her head on her arms and is just kind of has herself positioned so she can watch everybody in the room and she's like more in the corner of the table. Yep. And uh, Percy has a chair of his own that he is curled up on but watching intently. They're arrayed yeah. for you, Sheriff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's, um, sorry, where's Doris? I missed Oh, that. yeah, Doris. How are you sitting? <laughs> um, I think she's like... Crouched in a chair, um, with Spider-Man like, style, yeah, like with her knee, with her hands around her knees, mm. um, and she's got a big hat on, and she's got her tarot card with the ants like stuck Aww. in the ribbon of it. <laughs> Little uh, Mad Hatterish, yeah, yeah. Like and she looks apprehensive because I think she gets the sense that things have been talked about that she doesn't understand, but other people seem to understand them. Um. Nothing more than that, but. Everett begins by turning off the lights in the interrogation room. And uh, so that now we can see into Barty's office because it's lit. Mm -hmm. It's dark in here, lit in there. We're making absolutely sure we're the only ones in on this conversation kind of thing. Um, And Everett will say, um, the conversation we're about to have could get everyone in this room killed. So I'm going to start talking and then I'm going to stop and I'm going to ask all y'all a very important question about whether you want to stay and hear the rest and enter into a pact with us or leave. Things cannot uh, continue here in New Haven, uh, the way they have been. It's not sustainable. People are being killed, turned, vampire and mortal alike. Whether it's a person becoming a vampire because they believe it's their only way to survive, or whether it's a vampire drinking the blood of a Toreador, in order to uh, feel protected, but basically accept eternal servitude. Tremere? Tremere. Thank you, Officer Clark. 
So that's the state of things. And I'm afraid I really can't say much more before I ask. Does everyone want to stay in here for the rest of this conversation and join a pact with everyone who remains? It's hard to say that, sir, when we don't even know what the pact's going to be about. Yeah, it's I don't good. know what the fuck's going on, and I can barely see. It's going to be, basically, if this works, things will be a lot better around here. And if it doesn't, we will all die. Oh, Doris, he's going to pitch something that's treasonous. Oh, I see. How fascinating. All right, no one's leaving, but I think, uh, just to be extra sure, I need to hear it, hear that y'all are staying, that y'all are invested in this, committing treason, like Barty says. I'm staying. All right. I'm invested in the town being successful, sir. All right. I'm fucking here. The fuck else am I going to do? Now I know you're all committing treason. It's not like I can fucking leave voluntarily. He is correct. I would kill him. This is fine. No. Sorry, Bart. <laughs> we got to, uh... We got to kill Tostarosa. Hi, friends. It's Ryan here, and I am excited to invite you to join the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. It's a great way for you to help our team keep creating shows that you love, and it's a cool opportunity for you to get neat things, too. At the $1 level, we have a Patreon-exclusive Discord, so you can chat with other listeners and our cast in spoiler and non-spoiler channels so anyone can tag in. At the $5 level, we offer ad-free feeds for a bunch of our shows, so you won't have to hear us advertising our Patreon anymore. At $15, you get to submit names for NPCs, places, and things that we have to use in the shows, and we also have a tips, tricks, and traps video where you can submit questions that our GMs and DMs, myself and Tom, will answer for you. And at $25, you can create your own NPC to join one of our active shows and get a special thank you at the end of every episode we produce. We've got a bunch of tiers where you can join, so please head on over to patreon.com slash dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Patreon.com slash dice. Please help support us, and we'll keep new episodes coming. We gotta kill Tostarosa. We gotta replace him with uh, someone who's a little more in touch with their humanity. There is someone out there who fits the bill in that way. Uh, For now, we'll call him Spot. Spot is a ghouled human. No. Yeah. Sir. Our mutual friend is ghoul, yes. Sir. Do you remember what I said, sir? He killed her. I know... I know you think that, but we actually have no evidence of that. And he's been extremely helpful. Once? More than once. 
He's giving us info on Horatio Sundrop. He's giving us info on Felix. He's giving us info on Cinderella Darkly. A little bit. He warned us about the attack on the Friendship Festival. He warned us about the attack on the Friendship Festival. That was the first one. It's a lot of goodwill built up. Even if, even if it's all in his own self-interest. Which it is. If that's the way he does business, that's good business. As long as you stay in his good favor, or he doesn't think that you're necessary anymore. I mean, he came to us doing the best we could for New Haven. So if we continue to do the best we can, he's our best option. Now, if it would make you feel more comfortable, we can look into this Cleopatra accusation. As far as I'm aware, no one's claimed that they did it. So it's a mystery. Ghouls can't sit. It would be a secret. Secret that just the six of us keep. And who would rule in his stead? He's got a partner. Husband, boyfriend. Was that the one who was begging not to go back to him? Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, I don't care about him. He's a figurehead. And I have a feeling Spock can figure out how to make that work. How does this solve any of our problems? Do you really think that the pyramid is just going to say, Oh, sorry, we'll leave. No, but the pyramid right now is protected. They've received Tosterosa's blessing. We went over there the other night. It's uh, it's like a party. They're turning people five every week, and then in a month, 20 a week. And shortly after that, 100 every week. But And she's going to look at um, Vladimir, say, how many men does he have? How many fighters? How many guns? Enough to stand up against the Note Nostra, the loyalists? No. So how are we going to get them to back off? How is upsetting the power structure? <sighs> I'm not saying it's going to solve everyone's problems all at once. I'm saying it's a big move that helps out New Haven a fair bit. We get out from under the boot of a tyrant who's interested in world domination, who's interested in the transactional nature of protecting humans only to make them food or turn them into soldiers. He wants he wants the pyramid because of their blood magic. Yes. And as far as I can tell blood magic doesn't factor into the way that uh, Spot does business so they won't be of the same use to him. True. Now Vladimir, you're here technically representing two parties. I assume your other boss, Felix there, would be uh, pretty pleased if Tostarosa were taken off the map. He would be uh, quite happy, but he would be looking to, shall we say, fill a vacuum. And if you were to put a figurehead in place who was a former loyalist, that would be... One might say a cause for conflict with the new Note Nostra. Alford de Feng Rudy is a figure who was very important. That's right. Then shit hit the fan and he ran and hid under a boat 
and now he was jailed by you. There is, shall we say, no respect for this man in the underworld. Nancy Kane could stride in, strike him down, try to take it. Do we have enough to be able to protect him? Theoretically. How much of Tostarosa's assets could he claim? Many. But is he the best figurehead? This is an interesting question. Previously, the sheriff became the de facto prince. Why are you looking to overleap yourself? My credibility is just about as good as Mr. Hiding Under the Boat, right now anyway. Yes, but you are thinking, shall I say, short term. I am. If you think in terms of crime, usually there is an escalation of violence and goal. You are thinking, our problem today is pyramid, so we should go to top of snake, cut off head. If pyramid is the tail... You cut your way towards the head of the snake, and by the time you get there, it cannot strike you. If Tostoroso knows you are the enemy, he will not give you advantage to strike. You have to prove you are a friend. Do you know why, just to use your own metaphor, people talk about taking off the head of the snake? It's because as you systematically dismantle the tail, the snake has many, many opportunities to bite you. That is true. So you drug the snake. You're trying to play fair game. Fuck no, this I'm trying to take the head off the snake. The rest, I'm hoping, dies. It's the body. It's the snake. Evangeline raises her hand. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Vladimir. Could you please explain your idea without using metaphors? Yes, I will. Because we're getting way too deep into this. There are many language problems. Also, I come from very certain part of country. Metaphors are strange in English. Uh, if you prove you are valuable to Tostarosa, so he removes Red Cell, so you have money to pay him to buy time with the other mafia, at that point he will be confident he has you under his thumb. You have done thing for him. Then you can take a meeting, stab him in the neck. Until then, if you meet him, he's going to assume you are going to fuck him because that's what you'd be doing. Right now, what, the pyramid have his blessing, and you're thinking, so we have to remove the prince. Yeah. You just have to remove the blessing. Hmm. The pyramid? Maybe they commit crime against Tostarosa. Oh, such a big problem. The sheriff have to step in, enforce Tostarosa's will. Pyramid, gone. Money, yours. Both of my bosses happy, and you're a big step towards hitting the prince. I've said from the start that we need to get rid of the pyramid. They're not just going to go away if you put somebody else in power, sir. I promise you that. Lucius has been around for centuries. He is patient and he is thirsty. He will not care about who's sitting on the throne when he can get inside their head. Mayhaps eliminate the pyramid, suggest that the prince can show up to claim all of the assets, have a pyramid of his own. Step, step. Die on top of pyramid. What a tragedy. The pyramid themselves turned against this man. It is a big loss. Now sheriff has to be in charge, but he pay mafia. Mafia happy sheriff in charge. The problem solve itself with, shall we say, plausible deniability. It will not buy you terribly long, but could buy you month to three. Many things change. Yeah. So I'm the interim prince? Because... I mean, so far for New Haven, 
the princes, princesses, princes. When they're termans, it's because they're dead. Yeah, that's usually how it works. Great. Otherwise, maybe you pick Alford. Maybe it's you. Those are the two situations where, let's just say, our mutual friend has the most to gain. Try to put another vampire from the town in charge who may not be able to be influenced the same way. Our mutual friend, less happy. Have to find own solution. I see. Personally, I'd like to be involved as little as possible. But we're a small group, and I understand that that's not doable. But. You already said you're willing to die for this, sir. It doesn't get much farther in than that. Yeah, I'd rather die for it than because of it. <laughs> as a result, as part of the plan. But, well, I don't know. What do y'all think of Vladimir's idea here? Go after the pyramid first instead of uh, directly for Tostarosa. I do. I agree. All but then right. I've agreed from the beginning. Officer Be Beverly. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> you can call me whatever you want, friendo. I'm fucking in. <laughs> Officer Barbara's in. Bart's in. What about you two? Yeah, I mean... I, as always, I wanted it to be easy. Just kill Tostarosa, but I mean... Yeah, Vladimir's right. We can't get a meeting without suspicion then I, I guess I guess we got to work up to it. I'm fine with killing anyone in the pyramid. They're awful. You don't know? No. Miller? No, I don't. <clears throat> like I said, going straight through the top was a fucking dumb plan, but listening to people smarter, just point me in a direction, Sheriff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's both Tyler and Everett's brain belt. So the question is, how do we get close enough to the pyramid? Well, again, I'm willing to die for this, Kyle's, but I'd rather not. How many uh, red cell do you think you could control with your magic? Oh, it's like a one-on-one -on -one thing, isn't it? It's a one-on-one -on -one thing, and they wear tinted goggles, so... Yeah. Not good at with all due respect, sir, I don't think that is going to be the way in. <sighs> Can you they all know roll me a wits and awareness? Yeah. Yep. Three. Also three. Six. Ooh. Oh, oh. Um, that's a messy successy? That is. Yeah. With three successes. Oh, well, wow. technically five. Yeah. Uh, yep. Fuck. Some good ideas in the room. <laughs> a lot, a lot of good ideas. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. I mean, I already had an idea of what she was going to suggest, but what is the message? What was the idea you were going to suggest? That you somehow use me as bait to get back into the pyramid. Great. Love that. Somehow. I haven't figured it out yet, but mm. so, so because she wants to get close enough to Lucius to shink shank. So like <laughs> if she can kill two birds with one stone, great. Val's thought pro area she was thinking in is like 
how can we frame the pyramid and or get the prince mad at the pyramid? That, mm-hmm. that was where I was living. That's where I was thinking leveraging red cell. There's just red cell visits. There's an accident because one of them, <laughs> the one she controls, mm. has a little uh, episode, fires off a few rounds. All of a sudden there's blood magic. There's fireworks going off. Oh my goodness, what a conflict. But it sounds like it's tricky. Evangeline, what did you have in mind? Um, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> can, can you give me a surface thought? Because I can run with that to an idea of some kind for you. Yeah, sorry, my brain just stopped. <laughs> it literally went. <laughs> um, I, I mean, Evangeline's considering. Uh, I imagine they would have would uh. They would have heard about Horatio Sundrop from Val and Everett. Yeah, I wouldn't be keeping that conversation. A secret. I don't know. If I don't know if yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. If we'll it's that's possible, all been, that's all been relayed. I'm fine like, with that. Like he's been in with the pyramid. Is it possible to get him pissed off and start something and have? I don't know. Okay, so maybe have them kill a clan leader. <laughs> to lay out some like general constructive points from this, and then we'll come back to the messy success mm-hmm. and move forwards. There are some general steps that would need to be made for this kind of plan to be successful. If you're looking at kind of like these are the tasks that you have to fill in based on the successes that everyone's had. Evangeline is correct. You need the clans to be okay with you eliminating the Tremere. That is a, a not a simple ask, but that may be something that you can wrap into something else. But you need everybody else to be on board. Because taking a clan and just being like, not this one in a Camarilla environment mm. means every other clan goes, are we next? But is are the like is the Tremere all part of the pyramid? Yes. Okay, okay. There was no, Tremere had been kind of dissolved. There was no Tremere presence in town. Got it. And then the pyramid came okay, in. Okay, okay. So right. they're all in that yeah. one structure. Okay. You know... Val, that there needs to have been a crime committed that everyone in the in in the Camarilla would consider to be heinous. Mm. Something where it would be universally condemned and it would be so terrible and theoretically provable that all the clan leaders would be like, yeah, fuck this group, because that's the only way you're probably going to get Tostarosa. Unless it's a direct strike against Tostarosa, which would be very hard to organize because he's physically not here. Right. You need something so bad mm-hmm. that it's clear they're either going to fuck Tostarosa over or it's an overt move on the town to take it out from under him. So that's where you're at. Everett. You get so many ideas out of this. Um, (laughs) One of the things that you would also be aware of that's kind of a runner for you is getting the population of the town, the mortals, to be like, fuck this pyramid. Because if you go through and just start a war and eliminate a clan, you're going to have mortals panicking. You know from the Kishimoto family that people are already on edge about it. But if you can spin this to where mortals are like, fuck this place, this has got to go then you're the hero for doing it. Mortals will stay. They'll be comfortable. And theoretically, you can find a way for them to get the fuck out under safer times. Uh, Utilizing Red Cell is also clever. You know you have kind of three different factions that you could call on, none of which could be aware of each other, or a fourth one. You could use Red Cell for this if you can get Tostarosa on board. Yeah, I'm thinking about trying to fold an idea in that I was formulating before we had the revolution, mm-hmm. revelation, excuse me, well, revolution too, uh, to <laughs> yeah. kill Tostarosa. And it, I was wanting to talk to Matthew or, you know, mm. leak it yep. um, about the fact that the new Note Nostra 
and the loyalists are both here. Neither group, as far as I'm aware, knows the other is here, or I'm assuming they would be going to war with each other. Correct. Or um, you. I was wondering if, in leaking it to Matthew, if Matthew could anonymously, like being spot, leak it to Red Cell and get them to do a raid on both the new Note Nostra and the Loyalists all at once. I was also thinking about blowing up the buildings <laughs> that they were in and killing Red Cell as well. But folding that kind of idea into um, proposing that uh, Matthew leak false information to Red Cell, a tip that they, because they're looking for a fight, like they're patrolling, mm -hmm. they're like, we need to start carding people. They're looking for illegal activity to punish people. If they were to receive leaked information that something bad, treasonous was mm -hmm. happening at the pyramid, mm -hmm. would they com commit a raid? Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at now. Great. And what I would say, yeah, so consider you've got red cell that you can use if you can get the prince's support or red cell to come down on illegal activity. You have two different mafia groups who are willing to assist you in getting money. So if you tell them, hey, we're going to rob this fucking clan, they just have a shitload of money come in. I need you to drop a shipment of this inside this place. You could have the mafia come in and stealth essentially set up a crime that red cell can just find and be like, what the fuck? This is in pyramid territory. Or this has pyramid logos on it. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. You've got that. The other thing is when it comes to an assault on the pyramid, after you've got everybody on board, you know through blood magic and your other experiences that they use wards. And they can have wards against ghouls that can blast ghouls. And they have wards against vampires that can mm -hmm. blast vampires. So you will also need, you can have another clan assist you with the assault, but you will need a mortal contingent, which means you will also have to convince the daylight section that may not be the most trusting of you currently to come on board for the assault. Because the only thing that I couldn't find any wards for anywhere in the rules, so if they're there, vampire fans, sorry, they don't exist in our world. Uh, there are no wards against mortals. Hmm. Well, and red cell are mortals too, right? Some of red cell are mortals. The majority that have been sent are vampires. Right. That's right. I did. I did drink a lady. I didn't free fall, <laughs> didn't I? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got mortal and that. So it's it, it's a way that you could do this without red cell if you wanted. You could also just send red cell in to get decimated. There's options, is what I'm saying. Um, Doris, you Hello. and your messy successes. Yes. Uh, the idea of bait I would throw in your brain in terms of other ideas, if you could get blood off of the Tremere and use it to try to start a blood bond with the other clan leaders, the idea that there is a Tremere event because they're having these galas, they're having to have these meetings, mm -hmm. that that the pyramid would try to blood bond clan leaders outside of the pyramid would be considered an absolutely fucking heinous crime. So how would that how would that work? Is, like a clan leader would have to drink it, mm -hmm. and that's all. That's it. That's mm -hmm. all that we need to do. Uh, if you drink some of somebody's blood, it can start to affect emotions. But the thing that all elder vampires become really paranoid about is the first time you try the blood, you will dream about that person, and vampires don't fucking dream. So when you know what's going on, right. you're like, oh fuck, they dosed me. And it is every elder vampire's greatest fear is being blood bonded into submission of another elder. Right. So if we were to blood bond a clan leader, they would probably go to Tostarosa and be like, you need to get these fuckers out. Yes. Or the other he... option would be yourself as bait as the third idea, which is also a good one that you've said. Because also there's a version of you surrendering yourself and there's a version of you surrendering yourself and then saying you didn't. Yeah. And then you were kidnapped. Yeah. I mean, then I would be placing my trust in Everett yes. and the crew to get me back so I don't get put in a fucking coffin for 
hundred more years. That is the thing that I think <laughs> the messy successy is that you also remember the coffin because oh, yes, you I went do. you frenzied in that coffin a bunch of times. So you you feel the coffin around you as this idea oh. is pitched. Yeah, but you also know that's if you can get public spirit on side, that's the easiest way to justify an assault on the pyramid. So okay, I think I'm a bit confused. How would that gain public? So I'm saying you'd have to win the public over to begin with. That doesn't help you there. So like they got to get the clans to be cool with wiping out the Tremere, yes. that kind of thing. So maybe the blood bonding or any other idea you can come up with. Yeah. But in terms of justifying why now we go kill the pyramid, they kidnapped a sheriff's deputy. They took property of the prince. You right. go in and are like, I'm ready to join. And you go in. And then once you're in there, you're like, I wasn't ready to join. They lied. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got an assault. Right. Oh, okay. Um. They didn't. Yeah. That's your messy, successy idea. Okay. Still very scary. You'd have to give yourself up fully and it's terrifying. But yeah. Yeah. But also the alternative for her in her mind is like, or the town fails and the town can't fail. That's been my core mantra from the beginning. So, yes. um, <sighs> yeah, then I think she would say something to that extent of like, like, you need to get the public on our side and then uh i'm willing to do that thing we can play that out if we need if you want i i think i'm just making a quick list of what you need and then the discussion can go back to the characters slotting in like these are the five things we need to right. figure out here are our five right. ideas okay because you need the mortals on side in town you need the clan leaders on side you need the day shift to commit to like to commit to an assault then you need a trigger for the combat. It seems like those four things, unless mm -hmm. there's something that anybody feels I'm missing on that list of concerns. Depending on how we go about it, we'll need more. They things. can be sub steps. Yes. But those are kind of the big things where you're like public perception, more like mortal perception, kindred perception. You need the blessings of, of yeah. the clan leaders to be rolled into that. Tostarosa needs to be like, fuck these guys. And then you need an excuse for now. It's a war where you can justify. And the answer everybody. dancing. And I feel Correct. like that's, like, yes, the plan is in motion. And I think because I rolled so high, I think in her brain, she's like, this is the only way. Fabulous. So we'll pitch that. Yeah. Like, or we'll say that that's, like, I'd love to hear your pitch of it, but we'll say that's the trigger. We'll right. just lock that in if you're right. there. Yeah. But now knowing mortals, clan leaders, day shifter, whoever's going to help you with the assault. We'll just write assault team. NBD. It's <laughs> <laughs> not too much. And then the triggering final event that's going to yeah. cause the big blowout. You know the trigger. So, Doris, take it away. Pitch volunteering yourself in a messy, successy way. <laughs> uh, sir, have you ever been trapped in a coffin for a hundred years? Uh, no. Are we getting into this again? <laughs> sir. Sorry, as long as it's about the task at hand. But uh, you really got into it with the box for a hundred years last night. I did. Yeah. I think... I think that... Well... They want me. Let them have me. You're talking about bait? Yes. I don't know. I... I just need you to know... That I'll have to trust you. That I won't go in the box again. Or if I do, you get me out. 
Because if I do, if it's another hundred years, I won't be me anymore, sir. I don't know what will come out of that box. But if I can get close to Lucius, hmm. Officer Barbara, really, only you are aware of what these people are capable of. And I mean that in every sense of the word. Because I've seen you do things that I can't explain. I would assume that an organization based entirely on magic can do some pretty gnarly stuff. And I worry that maybe a box for a hundred years isn't the worst fate in store for you if they get their hands on you. It's possible, sir. Which is why... This town can't fail, sir. And if it takes me putting my faith in you, if that is what required, then that is what we should do. I mean, they want you. We know that. It works that way. I can't guarantee what they might make me do. Yeah. I can only say that I will recant if I get the opportunity. And if I mm. can't recant, then you just have to say that I never meant to go in the first place. That you're not yourself. Yes. All right. It's an idea, sir. It is. One of many. So you willingly go to them. Yes. We mount a rescue because the pyramid has a sheriff's deputy. We, the five of us, can't do it alone, so we would need... Everyone. We would need the town support. We would need Red Sail to back us up. And if they've taken... The prince's property. I mean, help me out here. Is that is that good enough, Val? A sheriff's deputy taken. Is that enough to get him to let us kill everyone in the pyramid? It's definitely a start. I mean, he was fucking pissed as shit that I beat you up, so. If we can maybe sweeten the deal by getting the other clans pissed at them, too. I was going to say... If we don't do that, there is the opportunity that the pyramid, uh, Tosterosa might even think of it as a win if they just get me under their control, considering, what was his phrase, world domination? Yeah. I'm a useful tool. You'd have to get everyone. Who is your closest friend among the existing clan leaders? Is there anyone you trust with uh, your own life? Well, I wouldn't say I'm super chummy with any of them, but some of them might look favorably on on me. I've I've done them a service once or twice. Ten Ten Quarantino, uh, she was being mauled to death by a frenzied cult of Lilith uh, fanatic. I saved her from that. And let's see, there's uh oh Kevin Lafleur and his daughter uh 
one of them was frenzied and I found a way to keep them both alive instead of executing her. And, uh, yeah, Madre, well, the Bruja, we uh, worked together to repel, well, you folks. And uh, she got a real kick out of letting loose with her clan and throwing down. So I figure if anyone's down for another fight, we've shown her a good time once already. Yes, the Bruja tend to have the least respect for, shall we say, existing social structures. Forgive me if I make a very uh, criminal suggestion that may offend your morals. You know, it wouldn't be the first one I've heard in a little while, so go ahead. Let's say your friend gets... uh, Something takes place that starts to turn public opinion. Things are not so good for the pyramid. Questions being raised. Your friend is kidnapped. Very sad. You go in... Red Cell maybe helps, or Daytime Bruja help you. You go in, uh, and all of a sudden, as you rescue Doris, you discover two clan leaders that you don't particularly have a strong relationship with. They have been dosed with Tremere blood. Oh, no, they've been blindfolded. They don't know where they are. You free them. Oh, it turns out Pyramid's doing old Pyramid shit. Time to kill everyone. All you have to do is have a clan leader whose vampires help you bring these two dislikable friends into the space, and you would have to kidnap two clan leaders Hmm. and make them think you were Tremere. Then you make friends who weren't friends before. You have big crime committed. Every clan, red cell, fucking clans pyramid. Try to steal from Tostarosa. What a bunch of assholes. We might only need to kidnap one if I can connect the dots that I think are there. For Horatio Sundrop, something's not right with him, and I feel like his mind is being messed with. Great. If you think you can do it with one, that's very possible. But if his mind is being messed with... Will All his... I need is the proof, right? If you can get it, but will his story match yours? Yeah. Will he say what you need, or will he, you know, will he sing the song you want, or will he just sing random vowels? <laughs> well, he does have a sock puppet on his hand at all times. This is a strange place. Yeah. Val, uh, do you have any any ideas you can add to this? Is there stuff that stands out to you? Doris is volunteering to get kidnapped. Vladimir has suggested framing to the Tremere for kidnapping clan leaders you guys don't particularly like. Mm-hmm. You Weirdly enough, of everyone around this table other than Vladimir, you're the other criminal who gets shit done. Yeah. There are many conversations where I would not throw to Val and be like, I bet she has something to add, but I'm willing to bet Val has something to add to this particular conversation. Because you know the sheriff. He's the squarest motherfucker in the history of the world. <laughs> Doris is practically allergic to breaking rules. And Evangeline is borderline human. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I guess. Sheriff, I get it that you want to keep shit simple, but if we're going to fuck this shit up with the pyramid, it probably makes sense to have more people go down with it. Show that it's a bigger conspiracy. You've got extra clans here who didn't come here with New Haven, who didn't help set this up, but ran the fuck away from the mafia infighting. They're smaller clans. Don't give a fucking shit about them. We get rid of them. We're also cementing our main group's of kindred here. What do you mean get rid of them? 
I'm saying if we're gonna put some clan leaders up, they're all fucking cowards who just ran away and joined in after the fact. I'm sick of people who didn't stick their necks out taking advantage of the things we have here that are good. Well, that is a bit of a grim proposition because I feel like getting rid of those leaders puts some members of their clan at risk. People who... No, no, I think... You, you don't know what? have to get rid of all the rest of the vampires. You just get rid of those leaders and then show what a nice fucking guy you are letting everyone else stay here. Maybe look on the good side, the bad side. If you kidnap them, convince them you're the Tremere dragging them, put blood in, they get to live. If a blindfold slips, you discover the body of a Ventru who gives a shit. Look, I hate it, so let's do it. Excellent. All right, so... If Doris's face could pale even more, <laughs> it would. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the triggering event of everything going down, Doris is going to surrender herself, but then have been quote-unquote kidnapped. For the assault team, red cell is a question mark. The day shift is a possibility. You know you need Madre on board for the Bruja, and you need them to be cool with the fact you are faking this to eliminate the pyramid. They have to be in on it up to that point, at least. At least up to eliminating the pyramid. If you want to bring Tostaros into it, that's up to you guys. That's technically, this is just the get rid of pyramid plan. So however you want to spin it, it can happen. In terms of getting the clan leaders on side, public opinion could be a part of that. But after they find that either clan leaders have been dosed or killed, you're not going to have a lot of argument after the fact if you have actual proof that that's gone on. They're they're going to be on board, so it kind of takes care of that. Evangeline, the part of the plan that comes down to you is what you've always been a master of, public opinion and the media. Mm-hmm. How do you convince the town, the mortals, and any vampire you can that the pyramid is a fucking scam they need to stay away from? How do you poison this well? Who's that? What's the name? I couldn't find it on here. The name of that very annoying uh, journalist. Vinland von Kindred, Venture News. Vinland I was say, I von know this. Kindred. <laughs> I, have, I did write that one down. <laughs> yes. Vinland von Kindred. Um, Evangeline would like to leverage the fact that maybe he's a little scared of her. That I mean, he hasn't really done much reporting lately so she assumes that's because he is was frightened of her going fucking feral on him maybe <sighs> but either way he caused he kind of roused up or riled people up before he could probably do it again especially coming out of such a long dry spell of not reporting Yep, that makes sense. Uh, I will also point out, if you're looking at the the public sphere, the other second most popular form of news is the New Haven News Podcast yes. from your boy William Walker, uh, who you also have an in with. Yeah. So, Vinland von Kindred, William Walker, the clan leaders theoretically through that story and then through clan leaders being kidnapped. You will be joined by the Bruja, who you have to win over. Then theoretically the day shift slash even Red Cell is a possibility. Doris is the trigger. The only thing that you are missing, which is kind of 
probably around the earlier parts, you need a source of Tremere blood for the blood bonding so that if anybody does the kind of taste testing that you can do, Doris, to test the clan leaders afterwards, they'll be able to sense Tremere blood in them. Would mine work or because I can't blood bond, would that work at all? You can't blood bond, so yeah. it wouldn't carry through. Ah, you, okay. you need access to some some solid Tremere blood. But there are a lot of ways you theoretically could yeah. engage with that. Every week, there are more and more Tremere vampires. If one goes missing, who's to say? All we need to do is keep tabs on someone who's mortal now and is in the queue Oh, shit, no, I bet once they go in, they don't come out. Well, I mean, They're building haven't they been looking for Doris? Wouldn't, what if Doris gets to be bait twice, you know? <laughs> bait twice, I mean, how? I did get pulled been... into a car with one of them on the street. I don't think I told you guys that. Um, so she's, yeah. Because you've been hiding in the trunk so they don't see you. What would happen if... Yeah, once just saw you. Well, he pulled me into the side of the car. That's what happened. So that's an option, maybe. And this is where you all realize that the Tremere are recruiting, which means you may be able to get your hand on a recruiter if they're of high enough rank. Or you all have access to mortals that could get themselves into the queue and the pyramid wants to fuck with your department. You don't know what the pyramid would do, but there are people around. Marjorie Pritchard, Barty, Will, Teddy. Any one of them could apply and would garner a ton of attention, but you do not know if they would be safe. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan Laplante at The Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D E L B O R O V I C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A H Z Z A R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, 
Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L., Dia De Los Hoodless, Diofasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the wise paladin of the Badlands, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.